What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. I think we're finally done with some live fishing because, holy crap, it got a little crazy out there. Got Western. Got Western. Every time, right? Serious. Just about. Yeah. We were trying to start live feeds like a little early. You know, we all try to get out there early and, you know, just get things settled, maybe get a fish in the boat, like pretty cool. And then, you know, we'd drop in and go like five feet and get doubles and then we'd be done in like 50 minutes at like 3 30 <laughs> yeah. afternoon it's like, like, uh, yeah, what do we do anymore. what do we do we gotta go live again let's jump in ryan's boat this week oh let's do this let's do that i mean absolutely phenomenal fishing if you guys haven't seen any of those lives it got a little crazy but unfortunately the old connection issues bit us in the ass so we are here back in studio we are going to be talking uh, kind of the the Columbia River seasons, where they got us, how they how we've gotten there, and basically what we have looking forward to. Because honestly, this fall, as far as I'm concerned, it's only like a third over. Like, yeah, we're yeah. not in. Yeah. We are. It hasn't, even, it hasn't even rained yet. Yeah, yeah. don't stop coming when it rains. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it's like it hasn't rained yet. We've got we've ran through the buoy ten season. Now we have kind of the mid Columbia seasons. The fisheries are going just all up and down. I mean, there's still guys crushing them out in the ocean and guys crushing them clear you know two three hundred miles up the columbia river right now so when it seems a state like a statewide a region-wide thing because i know our good friend jared higginbotham's down in the furthest tip southern oregon right now and i just saw he went out in the, the ocean again today and they put mm-hmm. some huge chinook that hadn't even entered the fresh water yet and tons of bottom i mean like it was just full throttle out in the ocean miles offshore so it's pretty cool. Good um, to I mean, see. The, the statewide, you know, and we fished in the Tillamook area with Dave this weekend, and it was the same thing. We got all of our 10 fish by about 11 a.m. Once again, out in the ocean, you know, and those fish have a while. There's no water in any of the tributaries where they're headed. So Yeah, no reason for them to start coming up, really. No, we had one little hiccup just before Labor Day where we got that unusual like late august rain and it kind of which was shot, beautiful yeah shot well yeah for some of the tributary guys it yes. shot fish out of the columbia the dam count spiked to forty-one thousand fish in one day chinook in one day which is pretty unheard of we've seen some 60s and 70s over the last 10 15 years but a forty-one thousand is damn impressive and then it kind of lulled out for a little bit and we all thought oh man is there more coming because that rain whatever was in the river like they shot definitely mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. Then we heard for about three or four days while things were slow in the middle river that the that the buoy ten, the ocean was everything was just plumb full of them. Some of the best Chinook fishing some of those guys had ever seen. And we're talking ever seen. That includes two thousand fifteen and sixteen mm-hmm. when we had one point six million Chinook. So the reality was there? we knew there was you think more it'll coming. get there close, but it's a total now. Yeah, you know? it won't get well, it was the one point six was to the mouth of the Columbia. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's not going to get there, but I think it. You know, I, don't, I mean, the thing is, you only see the Bonneville Dam fish counts, mm-hmm. and then they are going to do an upgrade. They already did an upgrade. They'll probably do an upgrade next week. Tax going to meet. I, I don't. I can't. I don't really know. It's hard to say because you have all those lower river tribs that don't get rolled into that dam count number, and that yeah. can add, you know, three, four, or five hundred thousand fish mm-hmm. into Very the number. Easy. Yeah, so. considering some of our local rivers will get up to fifty thousand, mm-hmm. sixty thousand, just Chinook some years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. On a good, and I think that's going to happen. I know when I first started guiding in Washington, which is four or five years ago now, um, we got some like record Chinook runs out of the blue. But <laughs> this one's not even out of the blue; it's actually already there, you know. And I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the rest of the fall. Yeah. And so far, everything that was predicted for Chinook, anyways, has been under. And then even like the A Run Coho, which honestly, I was a little worried, like for you trip guys, because like there wasn't. It didn't seem like the A Run Coho showed like when they normally show. Yeah. But then all of a sudden we got that Boom. rain, and it was like, holy cow, there's actually way more of them than we thought. Yeah, there, were. there they are. 
absolutely crushing. So we have Bonneville right now, year to date. All that's all Chinook. So fall Chinook is three hundred eighty thousand, but five hundred sixty nine thousand as of this podcast. Since June first, correct? <laughs> so June fifteenth. It's a lot August, of salmon. August first. August, August first. Yeah. So three hundred eighty thousand fish have gone have gotten by me. That's really sad. <laughs> I gotta do better work. <laughs> Check your numbers. I don't really feel yeah. I don't really feel bad for killing how many fish now with that many fish have gotten by and there and this run's got legs. So I think we're gonna see continued good fishing. Today the states announced that the Warrior Rock to Bonneville area is gonna continue to fish. Um, they're giving three more days in the lower area. They're just a little bit concerned. Um, still about some of the Thule impacts that we have. There's still a few of them kind of fiddling around the river, especially with this dry weather that we have. Mm-hmm. They're going to kind of hang out, and they could get caught a little bit more. But the reality is is uh, they are going to, uh, I'm guessing next week, they're going to have another compact. They talked about it today in the meeting, and you're going to see just continuations of these extensions, especially as we get closer and closer and closer to that. Gloves off, no worries about toolies. Go smash them. Yeah. Season. Well, I'm excited too at what we are seeing in both rivers. Honestly, the Columbia has gone down a bunch in temperature. You know, we've had a lot of lo- lo- colder nights and, and cooler weather in general. And, you know, some of the rivers, the tributaries that I've been messing around on, they're at least six to seven degrees colder than a normal semi. And I'm not going to call it a drought because it has a good rain. But then most of those years where we see low water late into October and stuff, which I hope we don't. But even if we do, the temperatures are down. It seems yeah. like these fish, there's no not a lot of disease being spread. I mean, that what was it, three, four years ago, we had a really, really hot September. And there was moldy fish that had disease and, and different Nicole. things looked like yeah they were bad but all the time it was 56 degrees the other day when i went and fished the river that normally consistently over five last five years has been up to like 62 in this fall so that's because the lake hasn't turned over yet yeah when it turns over you'll see it like one day it'll go out there and it'll like go on from like 58 and egg bitey fish to Mm -hmm. all of a sudden like they don't want nothing to do with you like they did last year but The day you show up. I was going to say, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. They, I, yeah. So but enjoy, enjoy it while it lasts. The Julies seem to be doing good. Though. They're going to spawn in semi-cool water, you know, yeah. and I think all around it's looking good. No, it's all positive. We got that good shot of rain probably when we needed it. Kept things cool. Definitely needed we're it. going to get it going. The, the coho, too, are huge. Like, there's been some, um, one of the guides uh, down in the lower Columbia when they had the non-select season, uh, killed a killed a coho that was twenty point six pounds. Wow, nice. twenty pounds. I know the A runners that I've been watching go by, not not biting. The last time I fished, were all nice fish. Yep, it yeah. kind of you know it made you more upset than you normally are by not catching a run because they were and he, Jason quality saw the same fish thing this week on some bitey fish that I mean like, it was impressive. They're not little cut cookie cutters. They look like B runs. Yes, and they're big fat snow belly. I mean it was cool to see. And now that it's you know not open in that lower Columbia, I feel like a lot more biters make it make it by the thousands of boats that line up to all the way down the oh, it's to Astoria. Open. It's open down there. It's been okay. it's been open down there for Chinook for any Chinook and for Hatchery Coho for a few weeks now. Like they yeah. opened that first, and that's below the bridge. Be- well, no, that's below West Puget Island. Oh. So the whole Bowie Ten fishery has been. But the reality is, is the most of the people move upriver. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like a mm-hmm. lot of guys go to Zone Six above Bonneville. A lot of guys are in our neck of the woods. They just kind of chase the Chinook. But mm-hmm. some guys do remain down there. But it's a fraction yeah. of what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. yeah, it was cool to see because I was up in the the Middle River this weekend, um, up above Bonneville, and everyone had smiles on. Everybody was out there. You know, a oh, lot yeah. of guys from the locals up there. They weren't having to drive clear down river, and they were having fun. You know, it was it was or cool vice to see. versa. We weren't having to all go up there. Yeah. yeah, because last year we only got you know because we 
basically uh, killed a few too many of them in the uh, wild kill season in Bowie 10 and uh, kind of screwed things up. And then we all had to go up there because we could not touch another single Thule. And so from this year, going hatchery only in the Bowie 10 fishery, there was a lot of moaning and groaning when we set that season back in April. But, but the reality is, is now this is exactly the situation that that sets you up for. Mm-hmm. If you don't blow the numbers out early in the run before you know what you got, you're going to be able to take advantage of an awesome bright run and not go out on crappy toolies for a very, for a six-day wild kill season in the Bowie 10 area. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is Bowie 10 went through Labor Day this year, which it hasn't gone through Labor Day in the last six years. So the reality is, is they got that fishery through there. We caught plenty of fish. Fishing was fantastic still, yeah. Had to throw back a few wild ones. But because we did that, we are in the position now, and I think – we're going to see great Columbia River fishing till October, or at least until it rains pretty big, mm-hmm. and then we'll just have great fishing in the trips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. No, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to fit in. I'm sure a lot of the people listening to the podcast, a lot of outdoorsmen, I'm trying to figure out when to fish and when to hunt. <laughs> it's like it's going to be a. It's going to be one of those years. I'm looking fall. forward to hunting season yes. because those five days that I'm going to get to hunt this year, like <laughs> those are days I'm not going to be killing salmon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm looking for like, come on, baby, get here soon. Them. Get here. Uh, get here soon enough. Hopefully, it won't be like I don't know, 90 degrees like it was last year. But that's for another podcast. Yeah. What's been going on? What are you guys seeing in the trips? Like, what do you think is going to be the hot ticket this year? I mean, right now we're in a dry period. I mean, you guys been? Tw- have you twitched any up yet? I have I not. Really I have not twitched a fish up yet. All bobber eggs. All bobber bob- eggs and spinners. Bobber eggs yeah. and spinners. Making it, trying to get it the easiest possible. You know. Yeah. Uh, especially when you start working on a run coho, like you know, it happens. Nothing simplistic no, setups. No other fish is worse to fish for than an a run yeah. coho. Agreed. They're just jerks. Yep. And it's the truth, you know. And and but it's been. Very positive. You know, last time I went out, uh, just dinking around and filming and, and trying to get some work done, I got a really nice wild steelhead even. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still something for everybody. The Tons of cutthroat around. You know what I mean? And on all yeah, the tributary rivers, even with the low ones, you know, even the, some of the coastal stuff, mm-hmm. you can probably go get some fishing in. But there's just options for all fishermen right now. Yeah, there's... So speaking of that cutthroat, too, there's some hatchery cutthroat yes. programs that you probably need. That Every year we kind of, by the time we hear about them and kind of settle down like you should probably go up there and well and i've heard too the participation needs to go up because some yeah. of our southwest washington rivers the the big dam regulated rivers i'll say that to give it away actually produce hatchery cutthroat fisheries and it's Screw a it. We're gonna, i'm gonna say it right now yeah, the, the managers were literally calling us all the callets to go to blue creek and, and harvest a, like thousands of these hatchery cutthroat yeah. that were hanging out at blue creek yep and it's awesome because it's a it's a it's a bonus catch. You can yeah. still go up there and yeah. target your salmon and steal it, and you keep the trout on top of that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really great fishery. It's fun for kids. They're aggressive fish. We've been making a ton of videos that show you how to target them. You know, and and it's one of my it's turned into one of my favorite fisheries since I've lived in Washington is cutthroat fishing because they're just a little micro steelhead. Well, and, and when the managers are sitting there saying like, "Look, we need to harvest a few more of these we're fish because we're getting so many back." Yeah, and you're right. We're gonna do a way way with it. It's like well. We better use it or lose it. Yeah. yeah. So, the reality is, got to go do some of that too. So, if you are out here on a fishing trip from another part of the country, don't forget, grab me a trout rod. Grab the old fly. I think that'd be fun just to go do it anyway. Yeah. Just have a fly rod and stuff. Yep. It'd be great. Good stuff. So, no twitching yet, but. No that's twitching. Coming. It is definitely coming. No, I coming. literally just called Scott Carl from Brad's, one of our awesome sponsors, and said, What time are you going to be at the shop tomorrow? 
<laughs> I need to get some need some wigglers. Yeah, wigglers, wigglers. wigglers you know? man. Yeah, those low A run coho or low water coho, I think are are I think they bite wigglers better than twitching jigs. Yep. Agreed. I really, really do. I think there's it's hard to beat it's hard to beat something that zips by the fish and makes the fish react and giving it time to see it kind of bounce its way towards the fish. So I mean, when they're stacked up in a deep hole and they're kind of defending stuff, yeah, I mean, sometimes you need a twitching jig to get down to them, but the reality is, is a wiggler is, yeah, it's probably wise we probably go there. And I've <laughs> seen over the, up the last quick. few years, I've, I go to the rivers and certain first rains and stuff, and I'm, I'm hard up to see anybody throwing anything but. You know, yeah. it's, it's got to be where it is expected enough that everybody just gave up and just switched all to them, you know. What, uh, what's your favorite <laughs> Clearwater wiggler color? I like the green, the little, uh, what is it, seven, six, 72 or whatever, 76. What's the green? And uh, ti- fire tiger fire, one. Fire tiger one? No, but the green one. Looks like a trout or looks like a bass lure. Oh. What's it? Is it? It's it's like BW72 or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, it's got like a green, like an orange stripe yeah. on the sides and mm-hmm. then chrome Clear belly. bill. Clear bill. Clear bill. Clear bill. Clear bill. Always got to have clear bills. And even the little mini wigglers. Um, the, there's a mag. There's the, the the original. And then there's a mini wiggler. Not the, like the trout size ones. But those mini wigglers, I find, they get plenty deep. I mean, those things go to 10, 12 feet. And when you are in a high-pressure fishery around some clear water, it, it gets them. I like using those mini ones a lot, too. C- Cerise. Yeah. Cerise You're with a the black guy. bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard to go wrong. I don't throw a lot anymore at the clear water stuff, but and beads, you know. I, I, oh, dude, pretty much religiously. Uh, that's a good. Well, you know, we'll have another podcast where we go over a little gear. And if you guys want to see more and actually see it in hand and stuff, you know, check out the live feed that comes on um, on our YouTube channel and the Facebook channel or and the Facebook page after we finish these podcasts every time. Um, but go check it out and see see what some of the stuff we're talking about. Because if you are a new fisherman and you're well, trying to figure out what goes with what fishery you know these bead fishing for for any kind of salmon can be phenomenal so uh, don't let that that let that hide i usually always fish bait and eggs together those um, lured clusters are yeah. real deal yeah have you used those yet no you should okay lured clusters have you used them i have not used those that one that one right there 77 yep that's like one of my favorite smallmouth wigglers i have like five of those in my smallmouth crankbait no box. one to the left but one more that one. Oh, the fire. That's just a fire tiger. Okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about 77 with no, the orange, like, like kind of orange stripe. One, yeah. That thing is my favorite. Uh, but oh, you're talking the straight fire tiger. Yep. Yeah, that's the that's, that's the original the original gangster. I've done good on that purple back one too. But like you said, if you're fishing yeah. the fire tiger, it's pretty much I buy the 82 uh, yeah. when they're sold out of fire tigers. <laughs> and I need, well, and need that's one, one thing about too. the coho with me is I have my system, and I think most people should. Um, and, and I'm usually if I'm like this time of year, if I'm going out there, it's normally to guide. Other than that, we're running around filming. And for the guiding, you know, I have a system where I have one guy with a wiggler, one guy with a lure, one guy with or one guy with a wicked or or some kind of spinner setup. Yep. And one guy with a bobber following up behind and and i just stick to it and i run around and i find the fish that want me and not so much look for the fish that i want you know you can't get distracted and i'm gonna use that because that 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 is a very good say like buy the fish that watch you because it seems like when you do find an a-run co that want to connect it's easy there's going to be more than just they're aggressive and stuff i mean guys are down the lower river trolling them and just crushing them for weeks i switch rivers a lot you know i i try to 
because I don't guide as much as anymore, I try to have a little bit longer trip for the people that do come. Uh, and I find myself going multiple rivers almost every day. And that's a big thing for you trip fishermen out there who are wanting to get on early. And you don't have a boat to go in the Columbia. Jump around. You know, this is the time of year you got to waste a little more gas. Because um, I'll go from one river to the next and then end on the Columbia even. And, and really put in the effort to find those biting fish and, and follow the reports that you're getting from the tackle shop or your buddies. Um, and just move around a lot. I think that's the biggest key in A-Run coefficient. Mm-hmm. The pink one's pretty. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's a good one. We're looking at the Brad's. Yeah, we're looking at the Brad's Wigglers. But that 111 with the ladybug. I like that 117. Go up the 16. Go up a little bit more. That tangerine. I wish they made more of those 95s. They don't keep going, which is lame. That one right there, that blue back. That blue back. That's a good clear water one. Mm -hmm. That's a sleeper. It's pretty. But when you can paint them all, whatever. (laughs) Whichever one catches you first. Exactly. They have every color you can imagine. Yeah. I had way more than I thought, honestly. I haven't looked at this site. What is that? Yeah, that one. BW205. That's like freaking number one, baby. Mm. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like our custom clear Bill Cerise one. That one. Ooh, I still have one hanging around in the package. What's that sparkly 74? That's I was just looking at that. The 174. Oh, my gosh. We are squirreling really hard here, guys. So <laughs> I think we're going to I think we're gonna end this podcast, yeah. guys. But we're back we're in the Check out studio. the Brad's Wiggler site, you guys. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know we're going to be coho twitching for probably two months or targeting those little buggers for in just a short time. Let, let it rain, man. And yeah. I'm to the point now. It's like we need some rain to get the elk. Kind of doing what we want them to do, and yeah. I'm I'm now over it. We've caught it. We've killed enough shiduk. Trying to get some rain, get some coho going. I got to pump my raft up. I mean, my raft Ooh, has been better do that. Sitting there, I made sure to check mine. It's in a little covered area outside my house. I had to make sure to check it, make sure there's no mice or anything in it. was <laughs> 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 exactly. I'm like, oh, I better look. I haven't used this thing in a long time. Oh, jeez, <laughs> months. It's gonna be time to dust off the waders too. Yeah. Find the potato bugs. The first the time that's another oh, scroll moment. The first time you put your waders on after the end of the summer, isn't that the weirdest feeling? Like, like they're these all like are stiff and dry. Like, are worn in again. The same size. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Got to break a little summer weight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> little trolling weight. winter weight, but maybe it's summer weight. It's summer trolling weight is what it is. <laughs> yeah. My left arm's strong, but nothing else is. Yeah, running the tiller all day. The <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we are squirreling. So thanks for guys tuning in. We'll be back every week from here on out. And uh, yeah, check us out. We're going to the live feed right now. If you guys haven't checked that out, be sure to check it out. YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff. I'm not going to say check it out again. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. Goodbye. We are checking out. <laughs>